Bam. Welcome to the Bam Biz Talk Podcast. Thank you. Yes, I am excited today. Miss Melissa Romo of West Texas Pressure Testing. Yes. How are you doing today? At your service. I'm doing well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. I've been wanting to get you on for a while because you're like like one of our, you're like ground zero yes. for Bam. And <laughs> a lot of our services, you have been our guinea pig. Very true. <laughs> and I'm happy to say that our guinea pig is still alive. Yes, you're I'm here. still here and you're, kicking. You're thriving. <laughs> Not just here and kicking, you're, you're thriving. Well, you you and your husband have built a business that is sustaining and not just sustaining, but growing in so many ways. And it's first, I want to congratulate you on your success. Thank you. Because I remember you coming in here and you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, and I still don't know. what. I'm doing. That's the beauty of it, right? That's yes. that's what helps propel you and keep you going because you still have problems to solve. Yes. It's funny that you say congratulations on your success and all that because sometimes you don't you're so like your head is so down in in the everyday trying to solve mm. the problems and trying to get to the next step that you don't really look up to see how far you've come right. you're just looking like, oh i still have that far to go so you have a, a goal in mind but yes however far i've come i'm very grateful for it absolutely and it's it, yeah you should be because <laughs> it's a lot right yes how long have you been in business Tell us about the business a little bit. Okay, so West Texas Pressure Testing is an inspection and recertification company. And in a nutshell, we take customers' equipment, we inspect it to make sure that it is doesn't have any malfunctioning or errors, that it doesn't leak. And we inspect it by applying pressure, what it's called hydro testing or pressure testing. And when we make sure that the equipment is in good condition, we provide our customer a chart or a certification that says, you're good to go, you can take this equipment and keep making money with it. So we're like a, we're like an ally for our customers. Ah, mm -hmm. yes, mm -hmm. I like that. <laughs> yes, because your customer, I've been reading a lot on the customer is your hero. Yeah, that's the hero of the story. Yes. And you as the business are like the wise guide. Yes. You're They're the helping. ally, you're yes. helping them. You need, your every business owner has the goal in mind. And when you can find people that can help you get to that goal, then you wanna become allies with that, with that with those other businesses. So that's our goal, to help businesses improve their bottom line and just continue to do what they're doing. Because so here at BAM, we always would speak about our clients as that's our partner. We're partnering with them. Entrepreneurs and small business owners, are you searching for ways of taking your business to the next level? BAM is your answer. We specialize in crafting high-performance marketing strategies that put your brand front and center right in the palm of your customers' hands. Not only can we create a premium website full of features that optimize your social media and digital marketing presence, but we ensure that your brand gets multiple views from your target audience and even those visiting your competition. BAM is your go-to solution in the Permian Basin. But we're not just about digital and social media marketing. We're a one-stop shop offering a spectrum of services, including business mentorship, strategic planning, market research, and access to capital. That's right. We can get you funding to expand your business. With BAM, you're not just getting a service, you're gaining a partner committed to your growth for the life of your business. Our team of experts in small business development will be with you every step of the way, offering the guidance, support, and services you need. So why wait? Kickstart your journey to success today. Call us to set up a free consultation and discover how BAM can help your business soar above the rest. 432-247-8840. Call today and get your business launched.
The BAM Biz Talk Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Pachuco's Restaurant. Craving authentic and eclectic cuisine in Midland? Well, Pachuco's has you covered. Located in downtown Midland at the ever-so-legendary and iconic historic building at 316 North Big Spring Street, Pachuco's blends rich and unique flavors in a conveniently pleasant and vibrant atmosphere. Enjoy the highest quality barbecue, savory tacos, burgers, and a variety of other mouth-watering dishes that reflect the spirit of a true Pachuco cuisine. Real, authentic, and just plain different. Check out their menu at www.pachucos432.com or call 432-218-8806 to inquire, or better yet, just show up and get your shine on. At Pachucos, where heritage, exquisite taste, and hospitality come together for an unforgettable dining experience. Pachucos, Midland, Texas. Contact us for podcast sponsorship opportunities. Now back to the show. Yes, it really is. Because in a, any business transaction, both parties have to benefit in some way. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not business anymore. They give us business and we help them continue to stay in business. By making sure that their equipment and their tools are up to par. Exactly. To Extending the life cycle of their tools. Giving them good turnaround time so they can go out on location as soon as possible. Get back out in the field. Exactly. Yeah. Things like that that are important in the day-to-day operations of our customers business you just didn't start there right no (laughs) not at all (laughs) we started manuel my husband and i started in 2017 manuel had been working for a long time in pressure control he'd had several roles with different companies and he manuel is just the type of guy that he always gives 200 percent not 100 200 yes and he learns something and he learns it all the way and I think he was just at a point where he was giving so much but not getting back what he was expecting. And together we made the decision for him to quit his job and to start something of our own. And really when we started, our goal was to have more time freedom because we thought that he was just always, his time was always belonged to his employer. And we said, you know what, let's just start our own little side hustle and let's be let's be let's have our the freedom of our own time back right mm-hmm. little did we know <laughs> it would not be like that for a while yeah. so we actually started selling wireline supplies out of our garage oh wow yeah and i would just he's will you help me make the invoices sure and send emails and all the administrative stuff because he's always been the hands-on guy right and he would go and he just would do cold calling he would call people that he would know from where he used to work and we started that way and we, when he was selling people would always ask him about hey uh, i need somebody to pressure test for me and pressure mm-hmm. test and that, always came up yeah. so he comes back and he says people are always asking me about pressure testing i think we should buy a pump and i was like how much is a pump right, <laughs> right. <laughs> i guess fast forward we bought the pump and later we bought a small trailer and with the truck that he already had we started offering mobile pressure testing hmm. he knew what he was doing but i didn't know what i was hmm. doing because i had worked in oil and gas but in a different aspect of it in a different role so i didn't really know what was the proper standard for invoicing the terms and mm-hmm. anything. So I, we both were just learning as we went. And then eventually it started growing and we started getting more business. We hired another person and then COVID hit. Mm. And COVID, we were able to stay standing only because we didn't really have a lot of overhead costs. We were mobile. We were still working out of our home. I was still invoicing from my our kitchen table and uh, he was just still going out and doing jobs at our customer shops. 
So COVID happened and we were able to keep one or two big customers that helped us survive. Mm -hmm. And then after COVID, we just started, we went back. During COVID, I had always wanted to turn our DBA into an LLC. Mm -hmm. And so that is when we converted because we started as JB's testing and supply. That is when I convert, I opened my LLC and I was like, I'm going to do this right. And we rebranded everything. Mm -hmm. Took a COVID as a all right. Let's start all over. An opportunity reset. Yes, yeah. and let's start over with a new name and a new business structure. And we just went back out there because during COVID, a lot of our existing customers had to close their doors right. too. So we had to reach out to past customers, try to get new customers. And one recurring question that kept coming up was, "Where's your shop?" Yeah. We didn't have one, so then we took a leap of faith and we rented a shop. And after that, it almost seemed like that consolidated us. That was a missing piece. Yes, it was like, it put us on the map to say. And after that, we just started getting more and more business. And we grew from one year to the next in a way that we could never imagine or expect. So fast forward to today, we've been, we're still at the same location off of 191 at your service. And we have seven employees. Wow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. We've just grown a lot and learned a lot. Growing and learning. Every day. Yes. All day. It's, it's not easy. Yeah. No. You, that was, you told your broad strokes of the story, right? Yes. And it, and it sounds oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I want to <laughs> be able to grow and make that yeah. like that and feed my family and yes. pay all our bills. And, you know, but it wasn't like that. Yeah. There's a lot in between, huh? What are some of your like, obstacles that you faced that you were thinking, how are we going to get through this? I know, you, I know you glossed over COVID and that's the, everybody went through COVID right. and if you survived through COVID, you made it, <laughs> you, yeah, you had to have done something like out of the norm mm -hmm. to make it through. I think Manuel and I have always been hustlers. <laughs> We've always figured out ways, but obviously first God too, but some struggles. There's a lot. First off working together as husband and wife, uh, sure. yes, uh, can be challenging because we each play our role in the company and we naturally fell into those roles. Manuel does all the sales and operations su supervising and I do all the administrative financial. But sometimes when you work with your spouse, it can be challenging to see them as the authority in that role. Mm. You don't want to ch challenge or make them see things in your perspective. And so it has been a, a very, a growing experience to learn uh, to respect each other's roles and to stay in our lane. Important yes, because there's a reason why he does what he does because he's good at it. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why I do my part in the business. And so um, also not bringing work home, uh, um, not yeah. bringing our work issues into our relationship, putting boundaries around work. Because when you first start a business, you don't have work hours yeah you're just always on like Manuel would always be on his phone you're sometimes they would call him like at night that they needed an emergency can you test this for us real quick because they need it back on location and we were starting so we were like yes, yes to everything yeah. we can do whatever you want yeah. <laughs> we can wrap it in a big red bow yeah. if you want. <laughs> like we we would say yes to everything and he would always take calls and I would always be getting emails on my phone picking up kids taking calls it was like work was merged into our life mm -hmm. and so that in itself has been a struggle yeah because you when you're trying to get your business up and running your business takes up every aspect of your life yeah it just revolves around it sure so you get into it to have that financial and time freedom but that's not how you start out at all no no
it's the quite the opposite it's the opposite yes and then you have to grow into that yes because yeah when you're first starting off and you, there's no safety net no. and this is it this is how you pay your bills and you get that two in the morning phone call versus the customer <laughs> and you're gonna take it you're gonna take it yeah but at the same time you get to charge that that extra for middle yes. of the night the emergency yes emergency. which we learned later down the road because oh. we wouldn't charge for all of that we were just being nice ah. <laughs> that was another learning thing but always learning yes and just sorry no you're good <laughs> just figuring out how to do things because a lot of the times you don't know what you're doing everything is new to you mm -hmm. everything is oh i know i have to do this because the demand is there i have this problem i know i have to solve it how do i solve, how it? Do I solve it and then you have to go out and find resources people the right agency the right organization the, whatever you have to just solve problems yes. all day every day yeah and getting out of your comfort zone mm. oh my god that that for me personally was my biggest challenge yes i am such a perfectionist that anytime anuel would come to me with a business idea i'd be like and how are you going to do this and how are you going to do that uh -huh. and i would shoot it down yeah. and be like no it has to be perfect before uh -huh. you can but one thing that has been a huge learning a lesson for me that has stuck with me is it doesn't have to be for perfect mm, for you yes. to start yes good great that's like a michael crane go <laughs> yes for sure you just the most important thing is action 100 percent. take action and i have to take give that credit to manuel my husband because i am an overanalyzer, overthinker mm -hmm. i want to dot all my i's and cross all my yeah. t's but when you're starting a business the, at some point yes it's good to prepare yeah. but at some point you're going to have to take that leap of Gotta faith jump. and it's going to feel scary and it's going to feel like for those of us that are like me it's going to feel like everything is telling you no don't no, do no. it <laughs> but you have to go against it and push through yes yes have faith yeah. in yourself and in my case in god and that everything was going to work out yeah you have faith that it is going exactly what you said it's going to work out yes yes like, See, we're always solving problems. There's that meme where there's this guy, he's digging a tunnel with a pickaxe. Oh, yeah. And that the treasure is just a couple more swings yes. away, and yes. then he walks off. Yes. Right? Yes. It's that. So it's like right there. It's like, uh, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to, you know what? I'm not going to risk it all. I, I better I better cut my losses now and, and get out while I can. And then the guy goes and gets a, a regular nine-to-five job. Mm -hmm. There's and nothing wrong was, with that. And he was but this close. He was so close to making it happen. Yeah. It's perseverance. Yes. Sticking oh my through God. and not yes. blowing yourself out of the water with stupid mistakes. Yes, hundred percent. We're all, we're, you're gonna entrepreneur. You're gonna make mistakes. That is another that I had to learn. Because, and be okay with. Yes. Yeah. With failure. Yes. You just have to become a friend of failure. Oh. It's your buddy. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I like that. One. Become a friend of failure. Yes, because going back to the perfectionist yeah. thing, I. I'm always trying to take all these safe steps uh -huh. that will guarantee that I'm not going to fail. But if in this, in the years that we've been in business, some of the mistakes that we've made or failures, if you want to call them that way, have led to the biggest growth in our business. Wow. Because you realize once you fail, that fear of failure that you have, once it happens, you're like, I survived. Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I can still keep going. Mm -hmm. And well, I learned something from this, and so this time when I do it, I'm going to be better at it. Yes, you learn from your mistakes. Yes, and yeah. that that has translated into every area of my life because a lot ah. of times 
we don't want to make mistakes or we don't want to fail because we don't want people to see us failing uh-huh. and to see us that everything that we put our expectations and our hard work into ended up not working out. Mm. I don't think anybody wants to, nope. but you just realize it's a part of, it's a part of your journey. There's yeah. no way around it. Uh, at some point, something is going to go wrong. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's not if, but when. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you just roll with the punches. That, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like my dad always used to say, one foot in front of the other and, and dodge, duck and dodge. Yes. I always, when Manuel and I talk, we, we realize, I was like, it's the same thing in marriage or, or with your kids. You're, you're going to come, you're going to face struggles in this journey of parenthood or yeah. marriage. But we don't quit. It's like, I don't, you don't tell your kids, I don't want to be your mom anymore. <laughs> Go find another mom. After today. <laughs> you might want to, right? But. You can't just give them away. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you want something bad enough, you just figure out yes. how to make it work. And that, that I, I think that is an insight right there. How bad do you want it? Do you really want it? How bad do you want it? Oh, you will be tested on that. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Circumstances will come that will make you question, Do I? is this what I really is want? Is this what I really want? And so it's just... You just related to marriage, relationships. Mm-hmm. Michael used to relate business to... It's always a day-to-day, a moment-to-moment moment to moment choice. Yes. We, you choose to remain married. You choose to remain in love. Right. You choose to keep this relationship. To, take, right. to put in the work that it takes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when they say it's, a, it's more of a verb. An action. Yeah, it's action. It's Not, going. Mm-hmm. It's the pursuit. Yes. And, and I think that's everything in life. Mm-hmm. Anything worth having is going to cost you yeah. a lot. There's always a cost. Yes. Obviously, the best things in life are free, right? Mm. But a lot of the things that we cherish the most in our life have required some amount of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Like for me, my marriage, my kids, now our business, all of those things are important to me, but they also have required me to sacrifice, to learn, to get up when I'm knocked down. Like Mm. they have cost me. And that's probably why they're so important to me. (laughs) Because They're expensive, right? Yes. Not money-wise, but... Yes, in other ways. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So you definitely will be tested as a small business owner. Um, and there's even times when I've asked myself, like, am I doing the right thing? Oh, yeah. Am I investing my time and energy mm. into something that is worth it? Yes. And there's that uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that has been something that I've had to learn to live with. I've ha- Not knowing all the answers or not seeing the results of what you're putting in right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes you have to just do it day by day and trust that it's going to pay off. Trust the process. Trust the process. Yeah. Exactly. And that's hard. It's hard. <laughs> Literally every day you're planting seeds. Every day. And every day you have to water. Every day. You have to feed. You have to make sure mm-hmm. it gets the right sun. Yes. It's, but there's nothing there. It's still just wet dirt. Exactly. But you're trusting. You're trusting. And you still have to keep doing. You can't just trust and not do. You have to keep doing action, all the actions, yeah. even when you don't see the results. Yeah. And, and that's challenging. It is because we need feedback. Yes. You know, we like it. We like feedback. It, feedback confirms it, one yes. way or the other. And it gives us security. Okay, I'm doing the right thing. Or am I not? So I should drop that pivot. Yes. But as a small business owner, you don't always get that oh. because you are the one that is investing in, your, in yourself. Yeah in your dream, in your vision, in your business. And that's another thing that a lot of the times you once, a lot of times when you're small or even when you grow, people will always have an opinion about what you should do or should Uh, not do. Yeah. 
and you should do this and you should do that and you shouldn't go this route and and one thing another thing that i've learned is to really learn to follow your intuition mm. that voice inside of you how many times have you ignored that uh, and, at and, first a lot uh-huh. but the times that i was true to that voice or manuel said it's because i feel like we need, this is what we need to do is the times that it paid off the most 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's going back to that uncertainty that is the hardest thing has been one of the hardest things for me too yeah so there's this book it's blink 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 okay and he talks about that we call it intuition mm-hmm. right the mm-hmm. instinct mm-hmm. right and how maybe we're tapping into some some super consciousness mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. it's your brain having processed the, the scenario the mm-hmm. situation in an instant with all the, and it shoots you what the most viable answer should be uh-huh. and that it's that first thought that usually hits your head that's usually the right answer if you're able to hang on to that first mm-hmm. instinct mm-hmm. and go with it mm-hmm. you're that's pretty probably, likely to be right yeah i i can agree with that i think everybody calls it something different yeah some people call it intuition some people call it the holy spirit right. some people call it their subconscious but i think whatever you call it we all have it yeah. we just have to trust it yeah and I, the more you trust it and you follow its guidance the more the stronger it becomes like yeah. the more you confident you become mm-hmm. so even though everyone else may be saying no don't do that's not that's not going to help you right that's what you feel is your next step that's the next move yeah. then that's what you will go by that's how these huge successful companies are started mm-hmm. look at disney mm-hmm. you know the do you know about the disney story not entirely like he they Disney should have never been built, Disneyland. Really? Right? It, it was just uh, way over budget, so time intensive, Okay. Um, way behind schedule. Mm-hmm. Everything that could go wrong was going wrong. Mm-hmm. But he pushed, pushed and made it happen. What he would not say? take no for an answer. Dogged persistence. That's sometimes what it takes. That's what it takes. Yes, and when you know you're providing something of service that's helping, then you feel confident in that. And make and pushing through mm-hmm. and like you said when you feel that voice or you feel that intuition telling you to do it the more you do it the the better you get at it and then it just becomes easy. yeah I, I think it's a it's a trust it's a trust thing right because initially you're like i don't what's, where's the evidence for that <laughs> it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense yes why would i go down that way no but i feel i should that's the thing you you and I think that that's, that has been something that has helped Manuel and I. I'm always one to go by the book, ah. ABC, one, two, three. And he's always risk taker, daredevil, mm-hmm. yeah. crazy ideas all the time. He, roll the dice he's a dreamer, yes. Mm-hmm. And so I think that has helped balance balanced mm-hmm. us out. Because, yes, sometimes you need to go, you need to follow all the steps and prepare. But then that time will come, like I said, when you will have to jump off the cliff yeah. and you will have to risk. Yeah. And you will have to not go by the book. Mm-hmm. but go off of your intuition or write your own chapter in the book. yes so knowing when is very important timing mm-hmm. oh my gosh time mm-hmm. it's that's not something that you choose no but you be prepared you have to be prepared exactly for it. you prepare you do the best you can and then the opportunity comes at the right time yeah, through the door and that's when you have to trust and yeah. say i'm ready it's there mm-hmm. you bring up something really good and um you talked about it before about the dynamic, the husband-wife mm-hmm. business owner partnership. Mm-hmm. That we had a uh, Mayor Blong on the podcast, and she was talking about the duality of leadership, right? Mm-hmm. To where 
it's the the feminine mind and the masculine oh, mind. Oh yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, and Absolutely. together you're making that decision. Yes. Instead of let's just depend on one half of mm-hmm. the equation mm-hmm. to figure out what X is. Yes. That's well, that doesn't you know that yes. works sometimes, but you have a fifty fifty shot at it. Yes. So yes. we combine it. Maybe we make that seventy five. Yes. Yes. You know, because uh-huh. you're getting different perspectives. Because as as a female, things differently than your husband, your male sees his 100%. male perspective. One hundred percent. And even reading people, if you're going to hire someone, <laughs> and this is the context that, that, that Mayor Blanc was talking about, mm-hmm. that her and her husband, when they we were going to hire like an important position, like a high up management yes. position, mm-hmm. went through several interviews, and then the final one was they take them and his wife out to eat. Oh, okay. So then it's informal interview. Mm-hmm. And they get to see the person, the real person. The real person. Because the wife is going to pick up on little things that the other wife does and vice right, versa. Right, Yes. And so... It's a it's an interesting dynamic, and I love that idea. I've recently heard about it on different podcasts as well, and I've read about it, and it really opened up my mind to see things differently. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's true. I think we all have feminine, masculine energy, mm-hmm. um, and I've always feel I feel like I've always been connected to my masculine, like do get it done. But at the times when I've connected with the feminine part, it has really paid off. Mm-hmm. And so I think that goes back to why I feel like sometimes it works out between Manuel and I because he brings his, his perspective or his insight, which is different than mine, and then we put it together and it balances out. Yes. And it's, I don't know, it's been, it's been helpful for both of us to participate because sometimes, like you said, I see things that he doesn't see or vice versa. Yeah. He points out things to me like, well, you didn't think about this or you didn't notice this. So it's two minds two perspectives better is always better than and your roles within the company Mm -hmm. he's in the shop location yes he's dealing hand to hand with the face-to-face with customers with the equipment yes he that's his world Mm -hmm. so when he comes into the the office Mm -hmm. he's coming in through the back end and seeing it from there exactly you come in through the front door and see the office yes and it happens a lot Mm -hmm. so sometimes we have to sit down and and explain to each other our perspectives how we're seeing a a particular situation from what angle i'm Ah. seeing it and that that brings up another point. Communi- learning to communicate has been very helpful. Yes. Learning to communicate. Learning. Yeah. We're still learning. <laughs> yeah, for sure. How long were you all together before you started the business? Well, let's see. We started in 2017, so we married. We were married in 2009, so eight years. But we were still a young couple with young kids. Yeah. When we're still young, right? But <laughs> sure, always very young. <laughs> no, like our our kids were little. We when we started, I was pregnant with our third. Oh, wow. Like, I remember going to the courthouse with my big belly to get all the paperwork for oh, JD's. Wow. Uh-huh. And that's a leap of faith. <laughs> yes. Yes, because we lost our insurance. Uh-huh. That was a big leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I always tell people that I always, that being in a relationship with Manuel is like me hanging out at the shore, at, on, at the sea, just like enjoying where I'm at. Just chilling. Yes. And then him coming and being like, come on, let's go deeper. Let's go in, in the, into the Just sea in the and, and yeah, and splash around in the waves. And I'm like, no, I'm good. I, I don't want to go in there. And he's like, no, yeah, come on. And then he pulls me in and he pulls me in. And all of a sudden I'm like, just all in into the ocean and Don't I can't yes I'm like he always pushes me out of my comfort zone <laughs> he's always come on it'll be fun yeah and so I lo- in the moment mm-hmm. I'm like oh why did I listen to this man <laughs> but once it, it passes and I get through it uh-huh. I'm like thank you <laughs> yeah, that was so bad thank you yeah because I learned something I grew out of it yes. I it just it, it I faced that fear uh-huh and so facing your fears i love him for that and hate him for it <laughs> sometimes it's one of the same 
<laughs> yes, but um, going back to what were we talking about? Sorry, I just... Uh, wait, so it was the struggles, right? Growth. Man, I was just picturing you tumbling in the water. <laughs> I always, that image always comes into my mind when he's asking me to do something that I just don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. Or he has a crazy idea of something we should do. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. That kind of feels like leaping into the abyss. Yeah, you know? and that's what business ownership is. It's leaping into the abyss, yeah. You know, because we, we were talking about uh, the dynamic between um, yes, and, yes, and yes. working together, mm -hmm. making decisions as the two leaders of your company. Yes, which can when you oh, we were talking about communicating, learning ah, to communicate. Yes. Uh, the challenge is knowing when to back down from what you may think is the best choice, and acknowledging that maybe the other person actually has a better right perspective. Because the goal is, you know, for the good of the business. Yes, because. If the business does good, it trickles down. It, it carries over into our personal life, obviously, right? Mm -hmm. um, so it always comes back to doing the work on yourself. Because if you have, if you're pride, prideful yeah. and you can't acknowledge that maybe you made a mistake or your idea is probably not the best idea or your way is not the best way for that particular situation, then your business is going to suffer the yes. consequence. And so I always tell Manuel, our business will only grow as much as we grow as people because our business is a reflection of who we are. Yes. Uh, it's like an extension of you. Mm -hmm. Even the way you do business reflects back to who you are as a person. If you are a person that, uh, that values honesty and uh, integrity, then you're going to do business that way. Right. But if you're not, then you're also going to do business that way. Right. So um, a lot of the thing experiences that we had when he was an employee, we have tried to carry them over now that we are employers. Mm -hmm. We try to treat our employees the way that we want to be treated. Sure. Create an environment where they want to come to work. Yes. And where it's a team effort. It's not just about what we want as owners. I always tell everybody, you can always tell me what you think, your ideas, your perspective. I may not do what you're suggesting, but I will always listen and take it and consider, consider it. it yeah yes because that's the, how you grow yeah and you know what they might have a perspective that, that you I, haven't looked that you've looked over because you're busy yeah you're busy doing all kinds of stuff yeah somebody brings something up like, okay yeah and it has happened yeah. where sometimes the girls in the office will say what if we do it like this or have you thought about this and i'm like no i didn't think about that because like you said i have a million things to think about and and but that one small thing can make a big difference yeah it's so small that you overlooked it. Exactly. So exactly. now somebody bring it to your attention. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Okay. That's actually, that will fit into what we're trying to do. Exactly. Yeah. And then you also give your employees the, what is the word that I'm looking for? The feeling that they actually matter and yes. they're contributing to right. your, the growth, your growth as a company. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that makes them feel more, more a part of and when it, somebody feels like they're a part of something, I feel like they, they put for, forth their best effort. Yes, they have buy-in now. Exactly. They're brought into the purpose, to yes. the mission. They're contributing the to this thing bigger than themselves. Yes, and that the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Right? Yes. They're putting in because they want to see the business succeed because mm -hmm. if they see the business succeed, they have a part in that, then they're going to grow they're, with the company. Exactly. They're growing. Right? Exactly. Business grows as you grow. Yes. That goes for employees as well. Exactly. Growing everybody's growing together yes and that's our goal 
if in the direction that we're trying to go that everybody that has helped us to grow with us because we haven't gotten here by ourselves right it takes a whole team it does and a lot of people to help you so that is super important getting the right people on your team and the people that have the same vision as you and share the same values not necessarily the same personality or (laughs) but just like the Mm non-negotiables the things that are important to you yeah because then they become a reflection of your business as well. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're out there. Yes, they're talking representing you. Mm-hmm. Even if they pick up the phone and are trying to and help and help somebody that's calling in. Yes. How do they answer the phone? Yes. Yes. Even though you're not usually the one supposed to answer the phone. Yes. But you're there and you're the only one. The phone's yes. ringing. Yes. It's calling into a business, so somebody better pick up that phone. And so that person will, their takeaway will be that interaction with that person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I caught up there and they didn't seem to know what I was talking about. Or they were know. rude or. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a whole missed opportunity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's... there's, there's, that's branding, right? It's the brand message. Yes. Yeah. I didn't really understand branding until I realized, like I said, who we are is our brand, uh-huh. what we stand for, how we do business, yeah. um, everything that is involved in our day to day operations, that is a part of our brand. Yes. Yeah. So the word, it's not a misnomer, but it's on the, it's the very tip of, it's on the surface, mm-hmm. right? Because a brand is, it comes from a cow mm-hmm. brand, mm-hmm. right? And you see the symbol and it's supposed to represent who the, who it In a nutshell. To, right? Yeah. But that brand, so most people think of a brand as, oh, that's our logo. That's the surface. That's, you want your surface to represent visually. what's inside. Yeah, yeah visually. Mm-hmm. You're trying to convey through visuals what your brand is, but it's more of a, that's a physical recognition. Oh, okay. That's them who have this brand. The brand message is what is what you're trying to get into people's heads about what you are and what you're about. Yeah, because even if you don't have a logo, you still have a brand. You still have a brand. And that's something that we had to, we, we learned. Because what people say about you, that is your brand. Yeah. If they're like, oh, those guys have a quick turnaround time, that's part of your brand. Mm-hmm. Or those guys know what they're doing because uh, Manuel has so much experience in pressure control equipment. Ah, expertise, that's a brand. That's part of your brand. Mm-hmm. Whatever the perception um, or whatever that cu- the customers think of you that is that is their image of your brand yes so you have one whether you yes so, you may not be promoting it but it's there and that's the key to branding yourself because mm-hmm. you're telling people who you are and then you're following through with that exactly and if you tell people who you are follow through with that and then tell them who you are again mm-hmm. now you're you can control your brand and that is like incredibly important to small businesses. I think I'm still in the learning process of that mm-hmm. because personally, I am not a big, I'm not big on social media. Mm-hmm. I always try to just keep my head down and work on my own stuff, yeah. not let every the world know what I'm doing. Yeah. But that has been, I would say, a weakness of mine that I have had to learn to work on. Yes. Because Good. I realize in this day and age, everybody looks for a, their service or a business or a restaurant online. Mm-hmm. That's how people find what they're looking for. So if you want to be found, you have to have a presence. You got to be out there mm-hmm. and a consistent. Yes, consistently. Because so what is that? It takes people seven to nine impressions to, to remember you. To and then to even to notice you. Yeah, mm. yeah. Seven eight times, just okay, whatever. Because there's so much information shooting at us so every day. There. So yeah. much out there. We're getting flooded. Yes. Over flooded, mm. overwhelmed, overstimulated. Mm-hmm it's too much for for us to really handle it really is you know? and that's one reason why i'm not because yeah. i have enough with business and the kids and our home and so yeah, yeah. so much going on 
there's life. There's regular life, like outside of the internet, online. Yes. World. This is like, okay, we got to deal with. It. And then you introduce this whole other digital realm of mm-hmm. cell phones and iPads and laptops and computers. And, and you're connected to the world, essentially. The whole world. Yeah, something happens on the other side of the world and, almost instantly. And it can affect how you're feeling in that moment and how you show up yeah. for whoever, wherever you're at. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's important to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and your mental energy. <laughs> it, it really is because it gets spent. It gets spent quick. Yes. Just the the average day in the life of a business owner is you're making decisions constantly, mm-hmm. constantly. That it, makes a lot of sense. No, no wonder. No wonder, right? <laughs> no, yes, yes. And so they're like we were talking before we started recording about self care and taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. making sure that you have that separation between your work life and your home life. Oh my God, I can't stress it enough. Just like I said that your business is an extension and a reflection of you, that self-care part is really essential. Yeah. A lot of times when you don't realize, especially, I don't know if as women, but when I was staying home with my kids, I just had all these things going on. And I saw this video on Instagram where it says a woman's brain. And it was like, I have to wash my kid's uniform for soccer. I have to send a check for this. I have to sign this document. We have all these little boxes of things going on in our minds, right? Just as a woman or as a mother. But then you add it, a business owner, and you have a whole, like, I imagine, like, file cabinets in your head. Like, (laughs) hundreds of them with all these files inside of it that you have to try to keep track of. For me, I had to learn when it got to that point that it was so overwhelming that I had to keep track of so many things in my head. I realized that even the smallest thing but that it was in the back of my mind and that I had to remember to do it was taking energy from me. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I was just like exhausted. Yeah. Like I was ready for bed and I didn't really have a lot of energy to do things with my kids. Mm-hmm. It has been, I'm still learning, but I'm learning to prioritize mm-hmm. because I wanted to get my entire to-do list done every day. If there was 25 things on my to-do list, I wanted to do them all. Mm-hmm. But what I figured out is I was running myself to the ground and not really doing them at the best of my ability. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, I would show up at home, mm-hmm. like not the best mom or wife. Yeah, because you're spent, you're drained. Yes. And it's even things like writing an email because sometimes you have to think about how you're going to say things and how you need to get your point across and just yeah. the smallest things. Chat GPT. So what is it? Chat GPT. Chat GPT. A- AI. Oh. Okay. We got to have a talk after this. Really? You're going to have to get on next. It'll help you with things like that. Like forming thoughts? Or, or you, you just put what's in your head. Okay. And you have to learn how to prompt it correctly. Uh-huh. And it'll spit back out a form, a, like a structured, yeah, format. Wow. Yeah. That's scary. It's, well, <laughs> yes. But I guess it, it's it the, like anything, if you learn to use it as a useful, it can be a tool. Absolutely. It, well, yes, it's fire. Wow. It, it is it's literally Prometheus creation of fire, the discovery of fire. Wow. And it's because I've been using AI for a couple months now, uh-huh. and it's as a one-person show uh, right now. Mm-hmm. It has saved me hours oh. weekly. Wow! I, I don't even I don't know if I can speculate. Some weeks it's probably ten to fifteen hours that it saves me doing things. Wow! And other weeks where I don't use it too much, maybe five hours. But that's still super significant because it's saving me time. Yeah, and if anything, when you're a business owner, you you have to learn to delegate. Y- yes, and 
right now I delegate to myself. So, so you need all the help you I can get. I need all the help I can get. Yes. So yes. I'm leveraging AI. And it's funny, so I, I've been using AI for a while. This last weekend, I, I watched The Matrix, the original one. Okay. They're like, whoa. <laughs> it has <laughs> a whole different meaning. Starts. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, 100%. It's so like new technology is definitely a resourceful tool, mm. resource that we need to learn how to use to yes. our benefit. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you're right, there's just a lot going on and it's hard to do it all by yourself. It's it's nearly impossible, right? Mm. Especially if in today's world. Modern world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh Everything. my gosh. So you're either in the digital world or you're in the stone age. Yeah, pretty much. I have 20 apps on my phone for the kids' soccer groups, their extracurricular activities, their school, church, when you're going to serve, and uh-huh. email, and QuickBooks on my phone. Everything is on my phone pretty much. Yeah. yeah, It's all there. My whole life. It's, it's there. <laughs> yeah, know. which is scary again. But <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel when we leave our phone at home and we get in a car and we're driving off? Disconnected. Yeah. Somebody's going to call me and I'm going to miss that you're gonna call. You're going to miss it. Yeah. What if somebody sends an important email or... Yeah. Yeah. But... Where everybody is going to turn around and go back home and get their phone. 100%. Yeah. Especially as a small business owner, your business is pretty much on your phone. Yeah. So how, it's a weird feeling when you are disconnected. Oh, yeah. You know. That's a like, whole other story. Yeah. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It feels weird when you're not doing. It does. And then, but that is a good, if you intentionally disconnect. It goes back to that self-care. Yes, the self-care. And it's right? 100% necessary. Uh-huh. No matter if you go all day, every day, Monday through Sunday, from from dawn to dusk, you would get more done by taking a day to rest. Yes. And you would be mentally better. You would show up better for everyone around you. Yes. Like a better version of yourself. Yes. And I think that's hard to understand coming from a Hispanic background. <laughs> yeah. Just work. Yes. Just work. We are doers. Work, work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, so, you know, when we first started this i used to work seven days a week mm-hmm. i remember every sunday yes i mean i was like what are y'all doing over there do y'all sleep <laughs> yes. and that's a good point because when you work so much and you're putting yourself out there like you probably experienced this when you got home you're tired and all you do want to do is just go to sleep go to bed you probably didn't sleep that well no no because my mind was Your still, mind was still going. oh uh-huh you're still trying, trying to, to figure out all the problems that i didn't figure still out trying that to day. Problem solve. and yes and you're like okay i, I couldn't turn it off yes and that's what drains your energy because yes. you say you got six, seven, eight hours sleep. Right? Actually, I do now, but yeah, it, when I didn't, I would not wake up the friendliest person. It's scientifically proven women yeah. need more sleep than me. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't the nicest person. That's funny. No, but it, it's true though, because you're, you're not yourself. No. You, your no. brain's not processing the same. You're taking shortcuts. And you can't you're, handle the stress of, of life, of no. your business, right. because you're not you're not physically yeah. like there. You're not, not your there. best version of yourself. Right. And that's why I think that self-care and working on yourself is so important. It gets overlooked because it, it sounds like one of those like modern things that people right. are talking about now, right. especially if you come from, I don't know, like a different background where hardworking parents that were always trying to, you know, have provide a better life and always doing and doing. But it is just like it seems contradictory to what you're trying to do. Yeah. But it, it's not mm-hmm. like rest is so important and so essential. Important. Because sometimes when you're resting is when those ideas and those solutions can come to you too. When you're not stressed out, when you're not like moving and going and thinking and answering and calling and texting. Sometimes when you're just like relaxing, you're like 
the light bulb goes off. That's when it happens. Right. Because yeah. you've, you've given yourself the space. Yes. To be creative. Yes. And it's the creativity that sparks innovation. Yes. And solving problems. Yes. Like Einstein <laughs> would, would have dreams. Really? Of he, the, 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 he wrote the, he solved his great equation by a dream. Wow. Yeah, theory of relativity. Man, his mind was really yeah. something else. He dreamed that he was moving and then he was moving. He was in a train, let me see, and then something about light was passing him, and he was, like, moving along with light. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm probably messing it up, but <laughs> it's something but yeah. similar to that where he had the realization, oh, okay, light is, that's, that, it has a finite speed. Yeah, and that's where it came. Uh-huh. And when he was sleeping. And all the greats like that, they would take power naps. Yeah. You know, Edison used to take naps, but just enough to get him into that dream state, he would have his keys, hold keys in his hand, and he would have a tin dish right under. And so when he fell asleep just enough to drop the keys into the dish, it'd wake him up. Oh my God. And then he was in that flow state. He, did, he had it down to a science. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, you bring up a good point. I think looking into the lives of others who have been yes. done great things is really inspiring uh -huh. because you realize their struggles, their ups and downs, mm -hmm. and you realize that a lot of the biggest discoveries or inventions came from what you would think were ordinary people doing yeah. ordinary things, and they just, they persisted. They pers exactly, they kept pushing, uh, they did it. They heard a thousand times no, or they figured out the thousand ways not to do it, and then they figured out the way to do it. I think Thomas Edison, again, I think he said, when you think you've exhausted all possibilities, you haven't. He's the one that said, right? Mm -hmm. Now I, that when he couldn't figure out how to do it, he's like, okay, now I know X amount of ways not, not to, do, to it. do it. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the light bulb was, was invented, right? Yes. There was thousands of filaments. I don't yes. know how many, but in the thousands. Yes, yes. He had already failed multiple times before. A thousand times. Mm -hmm. You'd think you'd give up after a hundred. Yeah. I think. Mm, this the, ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I think the Melissa that started would have given up. But at this, like, after what, after what we've been through, I realize. You just have to continue to stay with it. Just got to stay with it. Find a way to stay with it. Yes. Anything in life. It's eventually with time mm -hmm. and consistency, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And that's true. I think that entrepreneurship, the pursuit of your entrepreneur journey, mm -hmm. right? That is a reflection of your entire life and oh everything my gosh, else. Yes. Just like you could turn it around and say your marriage and your family is a reflection of your entrepreneurial journey. There's a parallel that goes wrong but yeah i think the overall thing is that you do have to create a path for yourself a, a path for sure but like we were talking earlier is boundaries mm -hmm. and borders to separate the different functions of your life yes i think to keep yourself sane and happy yes yeah because healthy healthy yeah yeah because even at the end of the day whatever success you accomplish you want to be able to enjoy it yeah, yeah. right you work so hard <laughs> in the process it's important to take care of our mental health, our physical health, our relationships. Yeah. I always told Manuel that because there was times obviously when we didn't see eye to eye. For sure. And it was frustrating for both of us and we couldn't make a decision because he was stuck in his way and I was stuck in mine. But it always came down to, I never want to succeed in business at the at the cost of our marriage or right. our relationship or our, right. our harmony with each other. Right. And so that kind of always centered us back. Because it goes back to the pride thing. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if you would have put pride up front, mm -hmm. you yes. wouldn't be able to get through it. No. You know? No. And sometimes I think you, you feel like 
or some people don't realize that those things are important because we're focused on the numbers or the operations or the sales, the the connections. Yeah. But everybody has to do sales. Everybody has to do look at their numbers. Everybody has to write emails and all of that. But it's the way that you do it that differentiates you from everybody else. Right. And the quality of life that you're going to have, the, of your relation, the quality of your relationships. Because, I don't know, personally, I think I've also seen very successful pe- people in their business journeys, but then it, ha- it has come at the cost of their personal right. life. And not, I'm not judging, I'm just saying, I, I don't want, I don't want don't one want for the other. Right. Yes, I, I want to be able to enjoy whatever success comes with my family. Across the board. You're in seeking harmony. Yes, that right. is a, a great word. Between all the moving parts of your life. Yes, and it's hard. Oh, it's hard, yeah. It's hard yeah. because you really expose yourself. You, you, you realize when something's not working, you realize when something's not working in your life, you have to go figure out what part of your life is it that's not that's not right. participating in that harmony. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the one aspect that's bringing all the others down? Exactly. Holding others back. If if you're in discovery mode and and growing, learning, mm-hmm. right? You you know that there's something there. You know that it's not as good as it should be or it can be, mm-hmm. and you're pers- you're pursuing to figure that out. And sometimes it's you. I would say. Yeah, right? it's something that you're doing. You're- thinking you're limiting beliefs or you're not thinking big enough or outside the box enough that happens a lot to me because we we like to stay comfortable yes as much as possible yes even though you're out there you're an entrepreneur and you're every day is living on the edge yes you still look for that safety yeah Mm -hmm. your your little comfort zone Mm -hmm. how can i just stay here and be comfortable for right now yeah Yeah, but when you become an entrepreneur all of that is what is exponentially Mm. shown to the world Mm -hmm. like all your deficiencies as a person yes. will translate over to your business uh-huh. as well as your strengths, mm-hmm. right? It's just magnified right? because now it's in the form of a business. You're putting yourself out there. Yes. And so you, there is some vulnerability there because if there's some, a part of your business that's not working and you trace back to, okay, why is this not working? Mm-hmm. Probably comes down to back to an idea that's, or something that's reflected off of you, a way that you decided to do something or and that it has to be changed. Yes, I love it. You're just like deep diving into interest, <laughs> entrepreneur introspection here, psychology. Right? They're probably going to be like, "What is this? is this girl talking about business?" Or <laughs> I think it's, it's it's intertwined, right? Like yeah. you said, it's really part of each other. Mm-hmm. I don't think there is a separation. I think the problem comes when you do try to separate it. Mm-hmm. You can't separate your physical or mental health mm-hmm. from your pursuit in your business. No, if you don't take care of your physical health, then you're you can't show up to do you the things show, in your business. You can't make, you're going to be making the wrong decisions. Mm-hmm. Or based out of pain or stress or whatever state you, you're in. Right. Because you're going to be cut off from seeing everything that you Clearly. can Yeah, you can't see. Yeah. And then your decision-making process, well, it becomes, it's the data you're given, then it's interpretation of that data, right? If you're only seeing half the data and then your interpretation capacity isn't at full throttle mm-hmm. that's a recipe for, deep. for disaster yeah and yeah. it happens yes. and that happens when you're tired you're overworked you're overstressed yes and I, to a point you were saying earlier that it's counterintuitive if i work less well i have to work more to get more done mm-hmm. that's why i was thinking i will work sundays too mm-hmm. you know when well, I that's our hustler mentality yeah mm-hmm. and you know work a 12-hour day and then guess what i'm taking my laptop home taking my hard drive taking my papers and then i'm up till 11 mm-hmm. midnight one two in the morning mm-hmm. Looking at my laptop, I can't even see my laptop. 
Because when you get old like me, eyes yeah. don't work anymore. And yeah. then I'm like, I'm going to go get four hours of sleep before I have to be back up and get to work again and redo it all over again. And you know? don't get me wrong, there was a time in our life when Manuel had to do that. Sometimes you got to. That was what his work entailed, getting up at four in the morning or yeah. two in the morning or not coming home for several days. There was a time when we had to do that. Sure. But it's not really sustainable for it's a not, long time. It's not sustainable. Yeah, because yeah. your relationships start become start to get affected. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes strict. Everything. If you're at that stage in your life, then do it, but always knowing that at some point you're going to have to do something. Know it's temporary and get out as quickly as possible. Yes. And structure. You got the structure. I know you're a very organized individual. <laughs> like, I try to be. Yeah. You know, you, I know you try. You're like, you really do it. Yeah. You know? And to where I'm the complete opposite. Right. Oh, I, you're Manuel in Manuel's yes. club. <laughs> yeah. I don't structure anything. Well, I didn't used to. But I started structuring. I started. You started working on that part of yourself. Yes. Started blocking off time on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Even for sleep. Sleep. <laughs> That's insane. You got to like, do what you got to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I put work blocks. I put lunch down. I'm not a 12 o'clock lunch type of guy. Yeah. I don't. You would work through lunch. I straight work through lunch. Yeah. I would eat while I was working. Yeah. I, I don't do that anymore. Good for you. Right? Yeah. I, if, if I eat during the day, I try to hit around mm-hmm. that block of time. Mm-hmm. Then I get away from my computer and I'll throw something on the television mm-hmm. to learn, like a YouTube. Yeah. And I would be like, how can AI help me in my business? <laughs> and I'll just yeah. watch But you step videos. away from work. I step away from work mm-hmm. and I'm doing something else that's... I don't recommend going to watch a movie or get being entertained because mm-hmm. I, I think that'll take your mind a little too Off far track. away. I don't like so scrolling through social media either because yeah. that's another, you see all kinds of things, your head's everywhere. But mm-hmm. if you're, it's like a, you're sharpening a knife. Right. So you step away from work. What's that? Abraham Lincoln. He said, give me a certain amount of time to chop down a tree. I want to spend, say five hours. I want to spend the first three or four hours sharpening the axe. Um. Yeah. So that's basically what that is. You have your work, but then you step away to sharpen, sharpen the axe. Sharpen your mind. Yeah. And then while I'm learning, I, I can eat good, mm-hmm. okay, and in a piece. And mm-hmm. now I'm just learning something. I'm just consuming. It's just entering. It's just it's yes. coming in mm-hmm. as opposed to where if I'm working, it's mostly output. Mm-hmm. I'm eating. I'm trying to put out. Mm-hmm. But if you take that time to relax, digest the food better, yeah. taking my time, chilling, plus I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And then there's been several times where after I do that, I'm like, Oh, now I know exactly what to do here. Like we said, the light bulb comes on. The The idea comes. The solution. When you step away. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, there has been plenty of times where we've had to do that. Mm -hmm. Or we had a big issue or problem and we try to figure it out all the ways. And it just, then we would just decide, let's just go home for the weekend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then it either resolves itself or something happens uh-huh. the idea comes the solution comes yeah yeah and it's usually pretty simple you, yes you just couldn't see it <laughs> just can't see it you were so stressed <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you were like compl- over complicating it yes yeah it, it, it definitely you learn to step away mm-hmm. when it gets to be too much it's uh, it's a tactic yeah yeah you should, you should, and- just like people who go to the gym and lift weights and they start learning what works for them same thing as an entrepreneur yeah. you start learning what works for you yeah, because if you go to the gym and you just pound a workout like hours per day no, you have to rest. and you don't rest, mm-hmm. you're going to get injured. Your muscles aren't going to grow mm-hmm. like you want them to. Exactly. But once you step back and take that rest, things develop. Yep. You let time develop what you can. 
Yes, and that is also an important thing to take away. You can, you have to do your part, and then sometimes you put it out there and then you let it go. Mm-hmm. You can't control everything. <laughs> yes, because being so organized, I tend to be of a controlling nature, mm-hmm. and that is one thing you can't do in business. You can't control all aspects. Can't of it. control it. You can only control what you do. Yeah, and how you represent yourself. Yes, and how you react to the yeah. problems that come your way and how you're going to solve them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, love it. I feel like I said a lot. <laughs> you did. Yeah, no, I, I think this is a very insightful discussion. And I think uh, the listeners are going to get a lot out of this. Because so. a lot of people go through this. A lot of most business owners go through this. I, I think I discovered that later on down the road. I th- we, we all do. In the yeah. moment you feel alone mm-hmm. and you feel like you're the only one going through those challenges. Uh, and nobody understands nobody what you're understands going through. <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you look for others or even in podcasts like these or uh, stories, when... There's a saying in Spanish, el que busca encuentra. When you're searching for something, you will find it. When you look for that camaraderie or support, eventually you're going to find it. And and it's really important too because you it's hard to do things alone. It is. So find your community or find Uh your person or your people. Find your people. Find your tribe. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and have have everybody in that same boat with you that they understand where you're going Mm -hmm. because if they're trying to go in a different direction Mm -hmm. than you are then you're not serving each other and that's why it's very important to have that mission company mission where everybody knows to be clear on your goals yes where are you going yes you know that oh okay so whatever we do everybody understands that your action is going towards that correct because you build a momentum right Mm -hmm. towards that goal but if one person's trying to go left and the other one's trying to go it's, all the energy expended is wasted. It's right there. Nobody's getting right. anywhere. Imagine uh, you're in a canoe and you're going, you're paddling this way, the other yes. one's paddling that way. Nobody's just, getting anywhere. <laughs> just running yourself to the ground. Yeah. Spending all that energy. All the energy and getting nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do a dance back in the day. It was just a little joke thing, but it's mm-hmm. called the go nowhere. <laughs> it was just a little hop where I just literally just spit in a circle with a little hop. <laughs> so it reminded you of that. That's what it reminds yeah. me of because I was like moving, mm-hmm. but I was going nowhere. It's mm-hmm. just right there. Yeah. And you can find yourself doing that in business a lot. Yes, easily. And it's being able to recognize that and pulling yourself out, getting back on track. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're all on the same page. We're good. Okay, let's go. A lot of redirection. Yes. Constant. Constant. Yes. Regroup, refocus, and move forward. Yeah, move forward. I love it. That's. <laughs> Those are some good words. Tell people where they can find West Texas Pressure Testing, website, phone okay. number, all that stuff. Thank you. We have a website that BAM built yeah, us, yeah. westtexaspressuretesting.com. We're also on LinkedIn and Facebook. Shout out to my office admins who run that for me, <laughs> Elizabeth and Audrey. <laughs> and we're also, we have a shop located off of 191. Do you want me to give that? Yeah, it's okay. right there next to La, uh, La Cienda, La Cienda, Cienda Center. Yeah. Yes. 12504 Highway 191. And we're in that big gray and red building. Yeah, the big club that's coming up. Huh? Yes, in La, right where La Santa is. You're right. Yes. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you, give you a phone call. What's your phone number? It's 432-894-0077. Yes. That's our office number. So um, if somebody needs pressure testing services. Yes. Or you can call Manuel, my, my husband, at 432-230-0295. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. It's a pleasure having Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for That's having fun. me. I appreciate that you would consider having me on your podcast. Absolutely. I, I, I really wanted you on here because you're a testimony to perseverance and going through that journey. Thank you. Like we talked about the whole thing. 
you taking the leap, pursuing through it all, through COVID, right? Like you rebranded during, you, like you saw COVID and said, oh, it's an opportunity. I, I couldn't have done it alone. Oh, of course I, not. Manuel, yeah. my husband, has yeah. been my rock. For sure. And of course, God, and then all the people that have come on our team to help us. Yeah. But thank you. I appreciate it very much. And of course, you guys too. You guys were part of my journey as well. Yay. And we hope to continue to be part of that journey. Yes. God willing. Yes, ma'am. Yes. yes. All right. We all take care and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye.